Philippians 2 and verse 12. said, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do you joy and rejoice with me. Heavenly Father, I do pray that you add your blessings to the reading of your word. I thank you for the good singing, the testifying, for the time of prayer, and I ask you now to help and bless the preaching of thy word tonight. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to finish the message that I preached Sunday night. I did not preach these last few verses that we have read here uh, in this chapter here. They're not the last verses I know of chapter 2, but they are the last verses of the text that we read on a Sunday night. And we were talking about humility. And in this chapter here, uh, Paul talks about the example of humility in verses 5 down to verse number 7. And then he talks about the exaltation of humility in verses 9 through 11 as the Bible says that God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. And then when we get to verse number 12, he gives an exhortation to humility. He encourages the saints of God uh, to follow the example of Christ, to let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. I want to say tonight uh, listen we never have to worry about being too humble. Isn't that right? Uh, we can always work at it and we always need to. And here in this text tonight I want you to see uh, what humility does and how that it transforms our life. We need humility in our life. You say preacher why is that? Well I would say first of all we need it for our conduct. Amen. If you look with me in verse number 12 in verse number 13 tonight, we notice that humility uh, transforms our conduct. He said, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Let me first say tonight uh, that Paul is not talking about a work salvation. Isn't that right? Uh, God works salvation in when you get saved the Holy Spirit moves on the inside he indwells the believer and God works it in but it's our responsibility to work it out in other words uh, what God has done in us the world ought to see it on the outside amen the world cannot see our heart tonight a lot of times people like to use that verse that God looketh on the heart but they never like to quote the last part of that that man looketh on the outward appearance and you know tonight we have a responsibility to God, but we do have a responsibility to man. As man is walking by sight and not by faith, that means that you and I are to be a good example and that our conduct ought to be that of a Christian. Isn't that right tonight? And so when we come to this text here, Paul uh, tells them in verse number 12, he said that ye have, all, ye have always obeyed, but not as in my presence only, but he said also much more in my absence. 
essence. Now, these Philippian believers were not just being a Christian. In other words, uh, when the preacher was around or when they was in front of, uh, of the spiritual leader of that day, the Apostle Paul, but they were Christians 24-7. They was a Christian on Monday as much as they was on Sunday. In other words, they wasn't doing it for the preacher. They wasn't doing it because of the church that they went to, but they was doing it because it was in their heart. God had worked this in, and now it was coming out. You know, if a man gets saved, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And whenever you get saved, I believe people will be able to look at your life and see that there's a difference on the outside. Amen? If God does a work on the inside, then there's going to be a difference on the outside. And so we see that humility transforms our conduct. You see, you can do everything right. Now think about this tonight. You can dress right. We can't do it all right, but you understand what I'm saying. You can dress right. You can go to the right kind of church. You can believe the right things. You can say the right things. You can carry the right Bible. But if you're not humble tonight, then your labor is in vain. How many people tonight do we know? And I'm listen, think about how many people tonight do we know that, oh, they, they dress right. And you know I'm for that tonight. Can we get an amen right there? I believe in it. But there's some people, they do all the right things, but they got a bad spirit. They got a prideful spirit. They're doing those things and they feel like it makes them a, a better person. Now, listen, people that want to live liberal and want to live loose, you know what they like to do? They like to attack everybody that wants to live right and live clean and they want to throw us all in the same pot. But that's not true. Hey, listen, just because some people may be Pharisees, that doesn't make everybody that does right a Pharisee. Can I get an amen right there? It doesn't make everybody that lives clean and tries to, listen, anybody that lives clean and lives holy and lives lives right, if they're right with God, they'll have a humble spirit and they'll be the first one to tell you that all the things that I'm doing doesn't make me a better Christian. Amen? I'm not doing these things because I think I'm a good person. I'm doing these things because I love the Lord and I want to have a good testimony. I want to be a light in front of others, but I don't think I'm anything tonight. Can I get a witness right there? That's the spirit of humility. But you take someone that's lost, amen, and they're not saved and they're doing all these things then they feel good about themselves and they build themselves up a lot of times, amen, that's what religion does, it, it builds up the flesh, it makes the flesh feel good about themselves and, and so therefore they're empty on the inside but a real Christian on the inside may, listen, he, he knows what he is, he knows how he is always missing the mark she is always missing the mark, but the spirit of humility keeps us in the right place tonight. Is that right? Now listen, don't die on me. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, we have to every day, we ought to do a humility check in all of our life. Amen. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how many chapters of the Bible you read. Listen, I never felt like I've read the Bible enough. Amen. 
You might say, well, I've been reading 10 chapters a day uh, for the last 30 days. Hey, that's wonderful. But listen, if you got the right attitude, you don't feel good. Listen, you may be blessed because you've read it, but you never walk away saying, well, I tell you, I'm a good Christian. I read 10 chapters of my Bible today. Hey, listen, you know what? It takes 15 minutes to do that. So that's not a very good Christian when you start putting all that math together. Amen. But the flesh will tell you all kinds of things like that. I'm telling you, you always got to keep that spirit right. You always got to. The Bible says in Galatians 6 and verse number 1, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye which are spiritual. Why does it say that? Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one. Because those that are spiritual will restore that person in the spirit of meekness, considering themselves, lest they also be tempted. Amen? A spiritual man never sees himself spiritual. You know why? Because of humility. Now, y'all give me amens. I feel like I'm preaching in a Methodist church right now. Listen, there may be something wrong with my voice, but surely there ain't something wrong with all y'all's voices tonight. Don't cost you nothing to say amen. You may have to listen a little harder, but you can shout a little louder. Can I get an amen right there? I'm just saying if I'm going to work, I want you working with me, all right? Let's work together tonight. I'm just simply saying that when it comes to this spirit of humility, it, listen, it's important because it transforms our conduct. Can I get a witness on that? And then secondly, it transforms our character. Look at verse number 14. He said, do all things without murmurings and disputings. Why? That's may be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world he's talking about not just our conduct but he's talking about our character tonight amen you see you and I ought to have that character of humility it ought to be inbred in us Uh, we ought to live our life and and clothe our mind and clothe our body uh, or clothe our spirit uh, should I say in humility every day just as First Peter said, be clothed with humility. We mentioned that on Sunday night. And if we'll do those things, if we'll humble ourselves, guess what? We'll do all things without murmuring and disputing. You know, when people like to argue, that's pride. Amen. You know, there's some people, they like to debate about anything and everything. The only reason somebody wants to debate is because they feel like they're right and they have all the answers. You see, tonight there are some things uh, about the Bible that I fully understand. And there's some things that they're a mystery to me tonight. There's some things I've not quite figured them out. Someone asked me not too long ago about something. Uh, we were having a discussion, me and a friend, another preacher friend of mine. He said, what do you believe about this certain thing? And he asked me, and I said, you know, I said, I'm really not settled on what I believe about that. And he wasn't neither. And I'm glad we could have a conversation and be honest with each other. Now, it's not that the Bible don't have the answer. It's just that I hadn't figured it out yet. Can I say, uh, can I get a witness on that? I mean, I just, I don't have all the answers. Now, all the answers are in there. But I tell you, God's ways are not my ways. And His thoughts are past my thoughts today. And you know what? I haven't got all the answers. Amen. And nobody has all the answers other than Him and this book tonight. But I'll tell you, listen, a lot of times people like to dispute. People like to argue. They like to debate. That's 
that's a form of pride. And when you think about it tonight, some people, all they ever do is complain about everything. They murmur about everything. Hey, listen, you know why? Because they lack humility. When you think about it tonight, God doesn't owe us anything. We don't deserve anything. We've not earned anything in life. We don't. There's not one privilege in life that we deserve tonight. Only thing we deserve is to be put in hell. Outside the mercy and the grace of God, it doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter, listen, because we're born in the South. It doesn't matter because we live in the greatest country in this world. None of that gives us any right to anything. We're just sinners that have been saved by the grace of God tonight. That ought to knock the disputing out of all of us, shouldn't it? This preacher included. I'm saying tonight, humility transforms our character. You ever seen somebody that could sing good, but they knew they could? I mean, listen, does anybody else other than me feel this way? It just makes me want to throw up. Amen. When somebody gets up and they... They got a great voice, but I mean, it's just running, you know, it's just running off of them, you know. And it becomes a show. It becomes a performance. It's not about being the best. Is that right tonight? It's about giving your best. Amen. It's just about giving God your best. Amen. I think you ought to do your best. Is that right? I don't think you ought to get up here. I mean, now God may lay it on somebody's heart to sing a song, and, and there's been times like that, and they'll say, I don't even, I've not even sung this song, but God laid it on my heart. And they got up there and sung it, and it was a blessing, and, and they may have missed notes, and we don't even care at a moment like that. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you got somebody, they're just lazy, and they don't want to practice, you know, and they'll just whip one out and get up and just hope for the best. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It won't be the best, amen, because you didn't give your best. You didn't do your best. Uh, the Bible teaches we ought to whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might. Amen. Give your best. Amen. But when you've done your best and given your best, then be satisfied that if it pleased God, it ought to satisfy us. Amen. And that's what it's all about. But I'll tell you, a lot of times uh, uh, people can have talent and they can have ability and all that is wonderful, but you can't let that build pride in your life. Sometimes God will bless us. Amen. And thank God if He blesses a Sunday school class. Thank God if He blesses a bus a bus route. Thank God if He blesses our family or blesses our home. But we cannot forget where we came from and we cannot forget who's doing the blessing tonight. I like what the songwriter said when he said, The arm of flesh will surely fail you. You dare not trust your own. You see, tonight... We need humility, not just in our conduct, not just practicing, but it needs to be who we are. Amen? It needs to be in our character. And then notice tonight, not only does it transform our conduct and it transforms our character, but look at verse 17 and verse number 18. It transforms our concept. Amen? Paul has a different concept. He said, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Let me just stop and say this. If what we do, if we do it with the wrong spirit, if we do it with pride, if we do it with arrogancy, if we don't do it with humility, guess what? We will have run in vain and labored in vain. A man can preach a great sermon. He can have a good outline. 
He can have a great delivery. But every bit of it can be in vain if his spirit's not right. I've heard the right sermon with the wrong spirit more than one time. And tonight we have to be careful that we always be humble. Amen. And in this text, it changes our concept. Paul's concept was that I don't want to run in vain. I want to keep the right attitude so that what I'm doing, I do it for the glory of God and not the glory of the flesh. Look what he said in verse 17. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and the service of your faith. Paul, how are you going to treat that? He said, I'll tell you how. I'm going to joy and rejoice with you all. Paul said, if, if it costs me to serve God, not just for Him, but for you. He said, if there's a sacrifice and there's a service in me serving God and serving you. Paul said, I'm not going to get bitter. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to feel like I deserve anything. Paul said, no, you know what? I'm going to rejoice. In other words, uh, uh, no matter the cost, no matter what the price is, Paul said, I'm going to rejoice for you. Uh, In other words, if God blesses you more than He blesses me, that's humility tonight, isn't it? the same cause also do you joy and rejoice with me let me say this tonight in our churches today if we keep what we've had we have to carry it on with humility isn't that right there's uh and i don't think i'm pointing people out when i say this about this church but it's true in every church that responsibilities there's certain responsibilities that get more recognition than others. You know why that is? Because they're automatically put in the forefront. Isn't that true? Somebody playing that organ or playing that piano will get more recognition most of the time than somebody that, that, that cleans the Sunday school department or somebody that, that straightens the track rack. You know why? Because that's seen every service. Amen. So it would be easy if you could do that job to say, well, I would rather do that job as to do this job or to maybe do some other job. There's not a lot seen. But we have to remember the concept is that our greatest reward and the reward that's going to matter in eternity is not what's recognized and given by man down here, but it's what's by, it's what's by recognized and given by God in eternity. And everything that you and I do, we must do it for the glory of God. We must do it to please God. Why? Because one day we're going to stand before God that's when the real rewards are going to be passed out that's when the real recognition is going to be given I'm telling you for everything that you do down here it doesn't matter if people see it it doesn't matter if people appreciate it it doesn't matter if they recognize it what matters is is that I do it with the right spirit and I do it for God's glory and I do it to please Him for one day He will not let one work go unrewarded in eternity You know, for every person you pass the track out and they came to church and got saved and everybody rejoiced and saw that, you'll get a reward if your spirit's right. But guess what? For every door you knocked on and they opened it and slammed it in your face, if you did it for the right reason with the right spirit, you'll be rewarded for that too. Amen. So the man that has a fruitful ministry And the man that labors and has an unfruitful ministry at the judgment seat, it doesn't make no difference whose work was greater. 
It doesn't make no difference whose work had more results. What makes the difference for them at the judgment seat is who was faithful. And they both can be faithful. And they both can labor. And God will bless them both. But they must have the spirit. The spirit tonight of humility. I'll tell you, God help us. God help me tonight. Help me, Lord. Help me to stay low. Help me to stay humble. Why? Because it'll keep my conduct right. Because it'll keep my character right. And then it'll keep my concept, my mind, my thinking right tonight. As Miss Kim comes and gets us a song ready for invitation. I know I've preached the last two or three services on humility. But I think you'll agree with me tonight. You can't hear it enough. And we don't hear it enough, do we? Well, you need to hear more of it. God, keep me humble. Lord, help me to humble myself so you don't have to humble me. Amen. Every When you go to God in prayer or in the afternoon time, whenever your prayer time is, you ought to bow your head. I ought to bow my head and say, Lord, keep me humble. Or when a thought comes about another person, you ever thought this, well, I wonder who they think they are. But we ought to turn it around and say, well, I wonder who do I think I am tonight. That goes against the flesh, doesn't it? I told you to say amen, but to be honest with you, I don't reckon we shout on sermons like that too much, do we? Because it just goes against our way of the flesh tonight. I'll tell you, God will bless a humble man, won't he? And God will resist a proud man. I've watched this in the Bible college down through the years. I've seen it 100%. I've seen the preachers come in that thought they had a lot to offer. And some of them had talent. Some of them had ability. Some of them had great personality. I watched them come in that thought they had a lot to offer. Not a one of them made it. And then I've watched the others come in. And I've heard them make little statements like, well, I just want to do something for God. I don't care what it is. I, I just want God to use me anywhere, anyhow, anyway. I don't care if it's full-time. I don't, it, you know, if you're serving God, it's all full-time. There's no part-time serving God. Can I get an amen right there? You don't have to have a paycheck at the end of the day down here because the paycheck will be over yonder. But I've heard them say that. I've heard them say, you know, I just, I don't care if it's a jail, if it's a nursing home, I don't care if it's a, if it's a bus, if it's a Sunday school class, I don't care if it's, it don't have to be anything. You know, that's always the people. It's always the preachers that God uses is the ones that don't care. They just have a humble spirit. You know, it's that way in church. Some people have never figured it out. You know, if you try to climb a ladder in church, now people say, well, there ain't no ladder in church. There isn't if we can saw it off. And praise God, I always keep the saw ready. Somebody say amen. There's no ladder here. Isn't that right? We're all the same. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about from the pulpit to the pew tonight. We're all just, you know, man is, is nitrogen, oxygen, and there's one more. Anybody know? Is it hydrogen? Huh? Carbon, that's what it is. We're just a big old ball of gas is what we are. You can go study it out how much percentage. Look it up. I mean, you're more gas and the rest of you is just mud. That's what we are. And I know y'all didn't come to be told you're mud and gas, but I'm telling you, that's what we are tonight. Don't you love it when people 
just come in and they just strut their stuff. And just remember that next time you see them strutting, they're just mud and gas is all they are. Amen? You think about that tonight. That's who we are. We're a bunch of nothing, aren't we? It's a wonder God uses any of us, isn't it? You know what I like about the church tonight? It's grounds level tonight. You're looking at somebody, as the songwriter said, I can't even walk without him holding my hand. Ain't nothing special about me tonight. Ain't nothing special about any of us but the fact that he'd save us and that he loved us and he gave us a good place to come to church. Isn't that right? And I think God blesses Bible Baptist Church because, you know, it just, it just all, we're just all just on one level tonight. And God honors that. Somebody joined here a few, more, a few years ago and they said, do y'all all dress up for Easter? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I said, we wear our Sunday best. They said, well, I mean, does the ladies wear hats? And I said, well, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm a man. I don't keep up with it. I didn't want to tell them no because some lady might wear. I said, now, if you're talking about, I said, I don't remember a day when all the ladies come in here with hats on, but if you want to wear one, knock yourself out. Amen. But, you know, it's not, we're not an uppity church, are we, tonight? I think you ought to wear your best. Can I get an amen right there? But, you know, it, we're, it's not about you seeing me tonight. It's not about me seeing you. It's about us seeing him tonight. The only way we see him is we have to stay low. Isn't that right? Let's all stand tonight. If you need to use the altar, you just mind God tonight. Lord, help me to just be humble. Keep me humble, Lord. Remind me of that. If you need to come, we'll just have a few moments tonight. You just obey God. The Bible says if a man thinks of himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Self-deception is the most dangerous kind. Most dangerous kind. Always be kind to people. Find that person in the youth group. Find that teenager. Find that young person and be kind to them. That one that's struggling, you young people, you pull them in. That one that everybody wants to make fun of, you make them your best friend. I don't know that we have that. Don't think we do, but hey, listen to me. You girls look up here. If there's if somebody that wants to make fun of somebody, you let them be the outcast until they think they need to make things right. Amen? Don't let them make fun of somebody. Don't let, them, don't let somebody be by themselves. Hey, that's good for all of us tonight. Isn't that right? You see somebody that struggles, you just pull them in, be kind to them, be a friend to them. Amen. That's humility. God will honor that. He'll bless that.